Welcome to this week's Nitty Gritty. We're laughing because I just had a brain fart and totally spaced what I was saying. But we have our buddies Steve and Ricky from Elevate Promo this week. And it was awesome. I learned some stuff that I didn't know. It was really cool. Talked about some stand-up comedy. Yeah, it's always fun to hear business owners, leaders, backgrounds. Yeah. And how it's kind of used and what they're doing now. How you go from a farm... To yeah. a business owner. It's always kind of fun. Yeah. Or stand up comedian. Like, does stand up comedy help you with marketing? Yeah. I, I would imagine that it does. You have to know your audience, right? Yeah. We talk a lot about like branding and, you know, the why behind it. So, Elevate does, they got started as like a promotional piece company, right? right. So, they're doing all sorts of swag. Right. That, and they've kind of transitioned more into, helping companies brand and come up with kind of bigger projects. It's a lot deeper than that now. It's yeah. like branding strategy, marketing strategy. Anyways, I've used them since the beginning. You'll hear a funny story about when I tried somebody different <laughs> once and how it went. <laughs> and they throw the best golf tournament in the state of it's Utah. It's the best golf tournament so for sure. And a really, really cool offer for our listeners at oh, the yeah, end of it. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about it right now. Yeah. I, so... They will do a, for our nitty gritty listeners, if they call the company and, and they use, call, if they email, or if you hit them on social and just mention nitty gritty, I oh, think. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. What they'll do is they'll offer, what, what was it? So they'll call and design a custom t-shirt start to finish with your logo, with whatever you want. Yeah. Whatever design. And then you'll have that design to do whatever you want with, and it's totally free. Yeah. So, so take free custom t-shirt with your logo. I mean, I know what that costs. Yeah. That's a nice little, I mean, that's a $150 deal right there. So yeah, check it out. So call them. They're, they're great. And so they elevate promo.com yep. at elevate promo on all the social media, the social media stuff. And as always, thanks for supporting and listening and keep using those codes mixers. Yep. What else do we have? Um, do we still have Twisted Silver? Twisted Silver, maybe. Yeah. Just anybody we listen to, go to their website and type in Nitty Gritty and see what happens. Yeah. It'll probably work, and yeah. it'll be great. But yes, we we need more subscriptions. We need more comments. All that stuff really helps us. Thanks, guys. So, love you. Welcome to the Nitty Gritty Show. I don't know what week it is. Eight. Whoa, Brent. Good Feels job. like it's been kind of a long time. Why week. does it feel like it's uh, anyway? The week of December. We'll, we'll talk about that. Episode eighty-two, Elevate Promo, the greatest golf tournament throwers in the world. It is the best golf tournament ever. Steven Anderson, Ricky Hacking, also a stand-up comedian. We'll talk about that. Ricky, not Steve. two very good. Yeah, Ricky is. <laughs> Didn't I say it right after Ricky? No, you did. Okay, you did. Geez, yeah. Steve, don't make me question Sorry. myself. Two very good friends of mine. I've I've known Steve. We have history. History. We have history, and we'll talk about that too. But thanks for coming. Fifteen years at least. Having us, I think more. Yeah, right. It's a while. Yeah, fifteen twenty years. Yeah, and our relationship formed in hell. Yeah, it did. (laughs) And so, if we can get through that, for sure. I mean, the relationship wasn't hell. Just where we were was. Was that like in a we were we were knocking doors somewhere? Yeah, we were knocking doors selling alarms. Was the first year in California? Yeah, or was it was in it was in Richmond, California, where Tupac <laughs> grew up. You yeah, know? yeah, Coach Carter. The Iron, yeah, Iron Triangle. <laughs> you know, but they had great credit. Hold yeah. on, I didn't weird. know you knocked doors. Absolutely, really? Yeah, I'm a How hustler, baby. Uh, I knocked doors for six years. 
Um, I did three years in pest control and then three years in alarms. Yep. Yeah. We I were had no in, idea. Where did we live? I learn something new every day. That's right. Were we in Concord or no, Walnut we, Creek? We were in Pleasant Hill. Pleasant Hill. Yeah, That's right, be, right. right betwixt Concord and... <laughs> you and that word. <laughs> right, and, and Walnut <laughs> Creek. <laughs> betwixt. Steve and I just got off a little golf retreat together. That's right. For I'm, our friend yeah. Jake's birthday. So when I'm not selling swag, I'm a semi-pro golfer. Yes. I that say, wear salmon pants. Yeah, that's or right. Or shirts. Both? Both. And you pull it off. The only reason I say that I'm semi-pro is because Cam pays me when he plays golf with me. <laughs> <laughs> I should have to pay everybody when I golf yeah. them. I suck. Yeah, I made sure to Venmo request you. You so did? That it you went know, through. How come yep. nobody else did that? I don't know. Like, dude, if you want money, Venmo people yep. so they can pay you because we're not going to remember. Nope. And we're not going to go... Three days back into text messages well, either. Nobody Golf carries monster. cash anymore. That used to be the rule. Like you had to have cash on the course. Yep. That's not, that doesn't, no. That's does not anymore. happen anymore. Now we do Venmo verification on the first tee. <laughs> we should all, we yeah. should have all just gotten together at the end of it and squared up. I that's still it. just bring a big bag of coins. Yeah. That's a good idea. Rolls of time, coins. It's just My golf bag coins. has room for that. That would be hilarious. Three rolls of quarters. Yep. You got 30, thirty bucks. Here you go. <laughs> clink, clink, clink. I like that idea a lot. I'm so, doing that. so before we get too deep into this, two questions: Do you have an explicit rating on iTunes, and do you want one? Because <laughs> I need to know. I definitely how, need to get beeped once in a while. Yeah, but no explicit. Rating. Brent will put in a quack on a couple of words. Yeah, good. Like oh, good. Yeah. I like that Ricky, a lot. Ricky likes a cat's meow. Yes. <laughs> the kitty. It's very good. I just need to know how much I need to rein in Ricky. That's why I ask. Because I'm a ball of emotion. Yeah. <laughs> you have a famous last name, I learned this morning. I do. I do. We have... We have uh, it's a murderous a, last it's name. It's a murderous last name. Yeah. Uh, we're like fifth cousins once removed. It's funny. I'd never heard the Mark Hacking story. I didn't know. When was that? Oh, 10, 12, 12, 13 years ago? Was it something like that? Things uh-huh. happen. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't relate it to that name so when you said hacking i thought you were just a normal person yeah I usually now get, that's changed i just thought you were i keep my distance person. but now that you know i'm not because stand-up comedians are fairly dark people like they that's a to tough be. world yeah some yeah some, right yeah i would say yeah. the heavy majority yeah. yeah are at least well at least the ones i like ricky's but like a ray of sunshine on the comedian ricky, tour He's a ray of sunshine everywhere. <laughs> it's true, yeah. right? I appreciate. I don't. I don't know how to take all these compliments. So, yeah. what is the backstory with that? With stand up, yeah, like how I got involved, started in it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, I mean, always growing up, funny. He's funny, funny That's in school, sure. things like that. Yeah. And then um, when I went to college, I went to Utah State, and nope, so I started hounding Mister Utah State, <laughs> Mister USU, two thousand three. It's like a mantle of bishop. It just <laughs> resides with you. Yeah. Uh, I won yeah. doing little. <laughs> Little Mermaid Ariel yeah. rendition. It was beautiful. Ricky had some nice seashells. That's <laughs> it's true. It's true. My wife's still holding I think his we'll trophies. We'll have some good pictures for this, <laughs> this post. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man! Uh, but went to Utah State, um, and uh, there was an improv troupe there in the Black Box Theater on campus, and so I started hounding them to like, hey, I, I'd love to come try out and do it. And I guess no one had ever really like tried oh, to pursue oh. them to try out. I had no idea, so I did that. I was doing that for about a year, and then someone came and said, "Hey, we'd like to hire uh, the the improv troupe to come do a, an event." Improv's hard. Improv's it's fantastic, right? Yeah, it's, 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 it's amazing. It's great. It's really fun. Um, 
But yeah, so I realized that at that point, like if they were to pay us, all that money would just go back to the theater department. So I told them, yeah, we'll do it, but I'm going to form my own troupe. And so I ended up forming the, my own improv troupe. And then troop. Why is it called a troop? It's, it's just what it's called because of how he how he came up in the scouting it's program. T R O U P. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's French. It's very French. It's it's yeah. fancy. It's they're ar- they're artists. It's like a troubadour because yeah. we're not fighters. <laughs> if we were to call ourselves it's an improv game, yeah. we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't last very long. <laughs> so that would be funny if you were like troop three twenty one, but spelled <laughs> it the French way. <laughs> <laughs> we're a boy scout uniform yeah. and patches and we everything. do we're, I'm working on my giggling merit badge yeah. it's uh it's really good yeah good that way yeah. uh, but anyway so we started doing that Captain Chuckles it, it, Captain Chuckles it's weird how you know my nickname <laughs> um so as Captain Chuckles running this troupe uh we uh we did that and so I, I was doing improv and that was great and we started doing like big shows where we were doing it for the campus and things like that where it was a, a thousand couple thousand people there and it was awesome and I was doing it with a guy named Dave Ackerman who ended up being the oral brush tongue for a while oh really yeah he's hilarious um, I he, bought a few of those he yeah. he he did this music video it's the only music video I've ever known of that was self proclaimed but has like 107 views on YouTube that's like. This is how we do it in the 801. It's, and it's phenomenal. hilarious. It's phenomenal. He does a really good. He's hilarious. He throws in the he throws in the four three five there. Yep. Yep. For the new people. Yeah. yeah. Gotta have three eight five now. Yeah. You got the oh. Park City and those of us from Fillmore. Right. Covers covers the rest of the state basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're doing that. Someone came and asked and said, "Hey, would you want to do stand up?" Um, and I was like, "Sure, I'll try it." And so. For my first time doing stand-up, we, uh, we were at a hotel, and they, they were like, I asked them, how much time do you want me to fill? And like, okay, we're going to have you do 35 minutes. And so- That's a long it's time. It's a really long time. <laughs> for your first very time? first time. Jeez. And so at I, the anniversary inn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was in the jungle room. Uh, there was three people. A lot uh, of mirrors. I was conned. I didn't realize uh, human trafficking's real. Um <laughs> No, that none of that's true. I apologize to anybody Uh-oh. that's ever been in traffic. Um, so I was doing stand up, and uh, thirty five minutes had my buddy Dave do it with me. We were in college, and uh, uh, he we filled it. And for the first time, like doing it first time, I was actually pretty proud of how. Did you it like went. How, like how much preparation went into that? I mean, because oh. you've been doing improv for a minute, you know. So it's very different. I understand oh, that. But yeah. Like, did you? Were you scripting stuff out or were you like, no, I'm good. I got this. No, I, 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 so for me, there's some comics that like to write. I mean, we could, we could spend the whole two hours talking about stand up. Uh, some comics like to write out every, every little thing, every little note and like face mannerism and things like that. That's not how I do it. I, I like, I have topics that I have. I have my little shtick that I remember the bit that I do about it and kind of line that up. And go that route because I I don't have the attention span to write out everything. Right, right. And then you I would spend too much time trying to remember. Do I now say this? Do I do this? And so I did that. And, but and a it, lot of it went well. Are like that from what I hear. I mean, it's funny how scripted it all is. Like they'll go to like the little podunk clubs. Oh yeah. To like work it out with Wendover. the peasants. Oh yeah. Yeah, they go to Wendover. Right before they're like yeah before their specials, but it's. <laughs> It's crazy the amount of prep that goes into Some, all that. Like the big comics, a lot of them, like even like I, I believe like Brian Regan and Jim Gaffigan, like they know every mannerism and tick that they're going right. to do. It's all planned. And they do it the exact same exactly. every Steve yeah. single yeah. time. Steve yep. Martin won't even go on Letterman without it being 100% prepped. Yeah. I remember hearing that on Howard Stern. Like just even it's a, crazy. a talk show. 
Yeah. But the skill level those guys have of and the 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 artistry that they have with controlling the audience and the energy and things like that. It, it's it's unreal to watch. I love it. I love it. Wow. So I did that and then just went and did some stand up after uh, a few years of working then did stand up at Wise Guys and was doing some universities and things like that and it, it was just a ton of fun a lot of past tense are you not doing it anymore <laughs> so i I've, i haven't done it for a while i need to get back into it you it's do been a long time you just have the right way about yourself i don't know like you have I'm a quick fat. no well, i get no, it i get not it. fat <laughs> no i get husky in in this time of Listen. december jolly people are around <laughs> yeah yeah you used to have the energy about you. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Santa hacking. True. Like you're quick thinking. Like you're funny. You're funny without material. Stop it. You. So, anyway. Seriously, you're gonna get my number. Or what? So, <laughs> so how does this translate into my favorite? So we gotta. We'll back this up a little bit. Elevate promo. Yep. The only That's company I've ever used for my shirts. Yep. Yep. And. And I have a feeling after this interview, I'm going to do more because I don't think that I've really grasped the branding thing yet. You were telling me a story, Steve, on the phone when I called you to do this. Or was it on? Anyway, it was after the golf thing. Yeah. Just about. Oh, no, you were telling me about the podcast you were on Mm -hmm. and how you were talking about personal branding and how Mm -hmm. important it is. And I'm just like, you know, I don't do enough. But, But you guys have grown a ton since the beginning. Of Bam Bams, at least. Yeah. Like, I remember coming over to the little offices in Provo, but mm-hmm. how did it start? How did you two come together? Like, what's what's the brief sure. kickoff history of Elevate? Well, first, thanks for having us here, oh, by the way. We're big fans of the show. We were kind of hoping that you guys would have the sex therapist back on with <laughs> us, because I haven't gotten anything from my wife yet for Christmas, <laughs> and so I need some I need some new tips. <laughs> That's the gift that keeps She's on doing, giving. That's Clark. right. She's doing the twelve days of sexmas right now. There we case, go. I have seen that. Yeah, I've got to stop following so many people because I'm missing all the good things. That's right. I've got to clean that list out. But yeah, but yeah, um, elevate. Um, so Ricky and I met, we both worked at Hewlett Packard. Mm-hmm. Um, what? So um, I worked at a company called Logo Works. So it did logo designs for up and coming companies. And a friend of mine, Dan Vance, um, he went to work there and then said, hey, I, I just got home from doing summer sales. And he's like, look, this is fairly easy. They sell logo design concepts. They transfer it to us. We sell them all the cool stuff they can put it on. So we got into that, and I worked there for pretty much the entire time betwixt the summers. <laughs> there That's it is. In between yeah. for those who right. don't yeah, know yeah, betwixt. Yeah, yeah. It's French, yeah. again, yeah. like Troupe. Yeah. So then um, after – so I, I left and went and sold alarms with Cam mm-hmm. out in the sunny state, the sunshine state, is it? That's Florida. Right? That's Florida, yeah. I and during know. that time, that's when I came on to look. What is Forks. California? Yeah. Golden the, the <laughs> hole? The golden Sorry, thing. you can mark that beep, down. Beep, I apologize. <laughs> Quack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he can say that because he's from there. Yeah, it's true. I grew up there. Yeah. I, I guess. I, no one can say I do that. like it still. Yeah, no but one can say not that. Right now, I'm sure. So when I left Logo Works, Ricky came to Logo Works. Correct. Well, correct. Actually, his wife went there first, but then Ricky came. Yeah. Um, we weren't married at the time. No, 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 no. But Ooh. I then when I came back um, from selling that year, I graduated with my accounting degree and with a minor in business management and marketing. 
And my wife said, it's time for you to get the quote, a real job. Real job. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to grow up now. Yeah. Stop, <laughs> yeah. Stop hustling people on the doors right. and go get a real job. So um, during that time, Hewlett Packard came in and bought Logo Works. And so when I went back, it Why? was now at HP. Yeah, that's weird. That does not seem like I could just have their own in house. They they well, were I, they were looking to do get into the mediums and small business area yeah. and use the logo design to then perpetuate printing. You remember Snapfish? Trying to sell more ink. Snapfish is still a thing. Snapfish. HP bought Snapfish. That's where you would go and print all your pictures oh, off. Oh yeah. 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 So I HP bought that. Snapfish. And bought Logo Works, and they were going to try to buy all these small business services, services and make a marketplace for yeah. medium and small businesses. Interesting. Yeah, and they actually. So we rolled in. We were we were Logo Works by HP, and then they built a new brand called Market Splash by mm-hmm. HP. Terrible name, but um, we branding company. Yeah, Market Kerplunk. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I, I still remember because um, all that was out here in Utah. Yeah. It was, yeah, it's up in AF. Okay. Yeah, right there on the freeway, and there was what maybe two hundred and three, two to two hundred fifty, three hundred people there on the team, roughly. Roughly. Um, they had their own development team, um, a big chunk of designers. Um, Ricky was on the marketing team there, and. Um, myself and my buddy Dan Vance, we did the promotional products. So when people would buy a logo, they would transfer it to us and we would sell them the shirts and the hats and the golf balls and the pens and the business cards, anything they needed to put their logo on. And I mean, it was an easy job. I mean, they did not want you to work more time than what you were allotted to. Um, It's like a government job. Correct. If a project came in that we knew would take one day, we couldn't quote less than one week turnaround time. So there was a lot of buffer in there because they didn't want people to miss deadlines. And um, each department was given a spending card where you had a budget allotted to that card for different things, team meals, um, um, employee morale building exercises, all of this type of stuff. You could pretty much put anything in there. Correct. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, here's You're the like, deal. What is this Southern Exposure Buffet for 36 people? Each, each team. <laughs> it's team morale building. Each team got <laughs> the same amount of money put onto those budgets. Right. So Ricky's team had like 15, 20 people on it. The developer's team had like 50 people. Me and Dan had two of us and we had $12,000 in budget. Gosh. So we, we bought team, um, snowbird passes. We bought team movie passes. We, we had a great time. A six Needless yeah. to say, morale was really high. Really in high department. in the promo industry. <laughs> Those How do you guys do it? We're doing yeah. really well. We need 6,000 yeah. a person. And the, the beautiful so. thing is, is that every time we did a company award ceremony, Dan and I won all the awards because we earned more money than the rest of the company combined in the wow. promo department. With just two of you. So we killed it. But fast forward to Valentine's Day, 2011. Um, we get called in and they say, look, HP is spinning this off. Um, we aren't going to be doing this any longer. So um, a bunch of us got the option to either take uh, a transfer to San Diego or Houston for the same pay, or you could take six months severance. 
And so Dan and I both took six months severance and um, I went home. And Including the six months of budget, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, we should have we should have finished out that budget. That's <laughs> what we should have done. But um, we went home and, well, back up a little bit. By this time, we were working more than just the small businesses that were getting logos built. So I was in charge of all branding for HP internally for North America. So I did all their new product launches. We would do these big events and parties. Um, we would do all of the branded merchandise for all of their sales reps throughout the entire country. So anybody who went into a Best Buy, a Costco, a Staples that was selling HP computers or printers, then we did their shirts, their uniforms, their lanyards, their pens, all the giveaways, and then a lot of the packaging and all that kind of stuff. So we did Were that. you on like the strategy side too, on like actually creating the brand, or is it more just like the fulfillment side on the pieces? So on the events, we were on the strategy side. Okay. So we helped plan the events, and part of the training they put me through was on customer experience um, training, so that we, we would get trained on... Um, how to make events feel more personal to people and how to make events more memorable. Instead of just showing up and like, oh, that was fun. They're like, oh, I, want, I, I need to be invited to the next one, right? And so we would do that and then we would do these big red carpet events. They did some in New York, they did some in LA and they would tie them to movies. I remember like they launched the Beats by Dre inside of the HP computers. So we did these custom shirts that had the Beats logo on the back and the HP on the sleeve. And they were these really trendy, like $400 t-shirts that they gave out to all these celebrities that were there. Um, but so the, the education that I got there was incredible because they taught me how to source materials, they taught me how to produce things, but they also taught me how to get things turned incredibly quickly because a lot of times, like with HP, like any massive corporation, they get to the end of the quarter and they're like, we have $6 million that we need to spend. You know, They had a much bigger entertainment budget than we did. <laughs> $6 million we need to spend and we've got three weeks to do it. And so I would have like two, three weeks time when I would have to build these entire campaigns, source all the product, get it invoiced and get it paid for inside of three weeks. And then not only that, but there was 1,200 reps around the country. So then we would have to get it, have it all split into separate shipments and sent out to all those guys. And so it was, it was a very valuable commodity that they were teaching me. And so... Going back to that Valentine's Day, I go home and tell my wife, I'm like, look, HP's closing down Logo Works. Not sure what I'm going to do. And she starts crying. And I'm like, look, we're going to be fine. And she's like, well, make sure you think that. You don't know what we're going to do. And I'm like, no, but like, I trust in my ability to produce and in my ability to create. And one of the things that Knocking Doors with Cam taught me and was that I'm a hustler. And I, if there's not something given to me, I'm going to go figure out a way to build it and make it happen. That's why sales is so valuable, right? 100%. Like you will always have a job if you know how to sell things. Yeah, like it, it's totally overused, but it doesn't it's matter. absolutely true. It doesn't matter what profession you're in. My One of my best friends got a job as, well, got a job, 12 years to get this job. He's, he's an ear, nose, and throat surgeon, one of right. the best cancer ear, nose, and throat surgeons in the country. Wow. And, and I actually had him come out and sell with us. Because I said, listen, 
the best commodity that you will get in your life is your ability to sell yourself and your and your ability to produce. Right. And he now has he's known for his bedside manner and his his ability to work with people because of that. People add surgeries every time. Hundred percent. It's like you know what? Yeah. Fix my ankle while you're yeah. in, or my uh, nasal passages. And, he, and he's like, no. Twelve grand, no problem. He's like, he's like wrong side of the body, <laughs> ear, nose, and throat. It's, it's the neck end and of up. the year. It's okay. I hit my <laughs> <Right>. deductible. It's <laughs> a nasal cavity in a foot. That's right. <laughs> you don't want to have stinky feet then. No way. <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That has nothing to do with your weight. It's <laughs> on point. Ricky, on that point. is We're, not It's anything. on topic. It added a lot to this conversation. Yeah. You guys are welcome. But if you look on the inside of his hands, he just rubbed out the marker where he wrote that. Yeah. That six other things <laughs> Wrote that down. last night. We're, I got four more. Yeah. <laughs> Strategically placed. Oh, man. But, so I go home and I'm like, listen, like- I did this for all these other companies and I know all of these people that work in summer sales. Summer sales is like one of the gold mines for the promotional products industry. They buy so much gear for all of their guys. They buy uniforms and hats and lanyards. But on top of that, then they got to go and recruit guys. And so they've got to stand out in places that are highly competitive, like the hall of flags at UVU. You know what I mean? (laughs) And so, and so your gear has to be better than everyone else's gear. Right. Right. And so I started to work with companies like that, like Pinnacle, Rest in Peace, and some of the pest control control companies that I worked with. Um, And so a lot of my friends, I was like, look, I'm I'm thinking about doing this. If I did this, would you buy from me? And they're like, oh, absolutely. As long as I'm not paying more to work with you, I'll work with you. And so um, I go back to my wife and I'm like, we need to think of a good name. We need, and I'm like, what, what's good with promotion? And she's like, well, you promote something. And so you want to lift it up. And she's like, what about elevate? And I was like, wow. So Bobby thought of the name. Bobby thought of the Just name. Just like that. Huh? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It wasn't that quick. I mean, we had one of these yellow pads with a whole list of names on it. It was, yeah. I think we had 40 or 50 and I still have that paper. What was the worst name? The worst name? Hacking promotion. Oh. <laughs> That's what I, I was just yeah. about to say. I wasn't even part of it, but it was no. hacking, hacking and yeah. slashing. Or, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We we kill yeah. the competitors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with our service. Yep. Oh, so pleased God. to serve you. <laughs> yeah, you get the job. That done. one didn't make the cut. We'll the job done. That one didn't make the cut. Um, but. So I have that paper with the word "elevate" circled on there. I jump on GoDaddy. Elevate promos available, and. One of the biggest things I kicked myself about is Elevate.com was available, but it was oh. ten grand, and I'm like, no way in hell I'm paying ten grand. Right. That's just dumb. And now I look back later, I'm like, that would have been so nice to have Elevate.com. And now so many people use Elevate. Oh, it's everywhere. Elevate Dentistry. We were the Elevate. first. We were the first. You were definitely no, seriously. I don't remember seeing it then, but then yeah. all of a sudden you kind of started seeing it more. So yeah, I wonder what it's worth now. It's you funny. don't know how many times we personally trained someone from Elevate Fitness. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on in. We'll train you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you need some rehab. Ricky's your man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Let's meet at Beto's. Yeah. <laughs> so Step one. Three days after getting let go, um, I filed all the paperwork for Elevate. Um, Elevate Solutions, Inc. That's our official name, Elevate Solutions, Inc. Um, Because we wanted to be more than a promo company. We wanted to be a company that provided solutions for everybody, right? And their marketing efforts. And um, 
while I was waiting for all that stuff to get set up, I was just sitting there thinking about HP because like inside of me, I've always got this thing where if I start a project, I want to finish it. And maybe that's the Adderall. Maybe it's not <laughs> one hell of a drug, but, but, um, I'm, I, we had six projects going with them at the time. And so I'm like, what are they going to do? How are they going to finish this? And so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to reach out to some of the the people that are still there. So the the main person that I worked with internally at HP was in Dallas. And so I went to my manager who had let me go and I said, "Look, this is what I think I'm going to do. I I want to go pitch HP on using me as a vendor." And he's like, "Well, technically you're still an employee here for the next month and then you've got your severance." So he's like, Listen, I'm gonna improve, I'm gonna approve you to do some work related travel to Dallas. And so wow. my manager at LogoWorks paid for me to fly to Dallas. And we took the two buyers, the people that we reported to at HP, to dinner and said, Look, we've been doing this for the better part of five years now. It, it was actually four years and three hundred and sixty three days because I was three days away from vesting at HP when they laid me off. That was, oh, that was bitter. Geez. I was a little bitter about that. All my company match gone. See ya. But I said, look, we've been the better part of five years doing this, and I know how you guys operate. I know how you guys need a very quick turnaround. You need people who understand your, your processes and are able to use your budgets effectively, and you've got these six projects going. And so instead of trying to start over with someone else or hire a firm to come in and do this, get me approved as a vendor for HP and just keep using me. And so we spent about three hours talking through all the logistics of that, how we would do it. And it's not easy to get set up as a vendor for HP. It's very difficult. And um, It's kind of like catering at BYU. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... <laughs> By the time we left that night, we had a plan in place, and by 10 o'clock the next morning, I got a phone call that says, hey, I got you approved as a vendor for HP. So Overnight, wow. By the time time we had our papers of incorporation, we had the 13th biggest company in the world as a client. Did Bobby stop crying then? She stopped crying. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She stopped crying. Bobby crying. That's probably that's that's hard. It's probably hard to get her to cry. Yeah, she's that's a tough family. Yeah, it's a tough family. So she must have been freaking out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, is like, there's something inside of me that's never really worried about how I'm going to provide for my family because I know that I can, and I think that that's part of the entrepreneurial spirit is that if like I mean this year, for example, COVID hits right. And I don't think we really anticipated how much of our business was events driven, right? Trade we shows. We knew it was a par- big part of it. Yeah, but it's, for sure. Yeah, yeah. trade shows, conventions, um, employee trainings, all of those type of things. It is just like me with catering. That's like right. All yeah. that stuff is you don't realize. Yeah. yeah. March, March 18th hits and we have $268,000 worth of orders get canceled. Sheesh. Ones that are already started, luckily not in production, but like, done, quoted, everything's lined up, ready to go, and they start calling us. They're like, please tell me it hasn't gone to production. Vegas just canceled our trade show. Or the airlines just closed down Mexico. We can't right. go there for our company retreat. And so, you know... 
golf tournaments even just all everything. that stuff everything just everything yeah. sheesh yeah and then and then uh, every, all the other regulations come out you know and and so we're now having to work from home and a bunch of other things and my wife's like what if this puts you under and i'm like you know i don't think it will but if it does we'll figure something out right like I know that enough. Was the Adderall yeah, that, that was it again. It gives me a ton of courage, <laughs> a ton of courage. But um, I was like, "We'll figure something out." Like, I am, I am very confident in my ability to create and produce. Right. And so we'll figure something else out. We'll make the world's best face mask company, and <laughs> and go from there. You know. But did you did you look into like? sourcing face masks when all that hit oh absolutely we've Literally. we've done yeah we've done thousands and thousands of face masks yeah. and hand sanitizer and all of that stuff mm-hmm. and we and we pivoted really quickly one of the services we put out there was look if you're going to have an event and it's going to be <laughs> virtual let us build a swag kit for your people and we will for free split it up and send it out to all the participants homes wow so you don't have to do that and then company parties and work from home kits. So like mm-hmm. we just did a huge work from home kit for one of our clients where it, they have 680 employees and they got a sweatshirt, a phone charger, a notebook, underwear, a, a underwear to wear for Zoom meetings, <laughs> a mask, uh, a Yeti tumbler. And so we had to take wow. all those and put them into 680 kits and send them out. Usually companies will charge a pretty good penny to do that. And we offered that for free as part of this pivot that we did and just like three days ago, we passed up where we were this year to date last year. Really? Yeah. Which we're is ahead pretty. of where we were last year. It, it, it's a huge testament to the leadership and then also to to the team that we have. Yeah. Right. Like being able to pivot and respond and create. Like you have on your wall, surprise and delight, emotional transaction, technical transaction. Right. Like You can read that? Yeah. It's... Hieroglyphics. Danny Meyer. <laughs> Shake Shack. It's awesome. But that's where it, it, it came down to that with the team and the pivoting and really trying to emphasize the service and focusing on companies, companies that really focused on their employee morale and that because that was huge during this time period. People are, are confused, scared, sad, concerned about their job. And if they can get something from their company that's saying like, yep. here's a shirt, we appreciate you, we value you enough to give you this type of things. And yep. it goes so far. Yeah, so because- far. People were worried, uh, you know, like they're like, should we even spend money on marketing right now? Why, why would we? And we said, look, if you're going to spend it on anything, spend it on things that are going to make your team feel secure. Mm-hmm. Because if they feel Smart. secure, they're going to be loyal to you, right? right? And Especially right now. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, just sending a sweatshirt or something, it's like, hey, with everything going on, they're thinking about me. That's right. Which is cool. Yeah. It means a lot. It does. So any, any form of recognition, and that's part of it. Is I mean, we, we deal a lot with companies' cultures and morale right. and things like that, and that's where we love to dive in deep and, and get into it is to really build that up and help them have that strong structure. And then you go one step further and you say, okay, we've taken care of our core f- foundation, our employees. Now let's look at our clients and our vendors and make sure that they know that they're appreciated and understood yep. and, and extend that way. And people that invest in marketing, they, they will come out of this light years ahead of other companies that were just holding on to like uh, coming from a place of fear. Right. For sure. Well, and you know, I grew up in the state's first capital of Fillmore, you know, the metropolis. Beautiful. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful area down there. They have a, they have a Cafe Rio, right? N- no, 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 no. <laughs> you, it's the other one. You're thinking of Costa Vida. Wait. Oh, yeah, Costa right. Vida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and Clark Cross from Maverick. And the Garden yeah. of, and the Garden of Eaton. 
Eaten. <laughs> Eaten. Yep. It's, a, it's delicious. Boomtown. Love it. But um, I grew up on a farm down there, right? And we never knew whether it was going to be a good year or a bad year. You know, you don't know whether the, the water's going to come in, the prices of your crops will be up or down or anything like that. And so, I mean, I got a lesson pretty quickly in life about how, you know, you do the best that you can right now and you pray for the, the best outcome. Sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't. But if it doesn't, you figure out ways to pivot and provide, right? Right. And um, I look back, like I hated working on the farm. I hated it. And um, I am grateful for it now. That was before Adderall as well. <laughs> yeah, true. It would have been way more fun. Yeah, true. Back then you just took quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. quick. <laughs> Got to go work in the yeah. field. Get some quick. Got some yeah. quick. Let's go. Woo. Or some tang. Yeah. Or some tang. Yeah. Yeah. Tang's the one that brings you back down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Orange bang. It's whipped. Yeah. Whipped. Um, Yoo-hoo. But I mean, I, lo- I learned a lot of lessons about business that I never realized I was learning on the time, you know? Like, if we didn't have money in the bank, we didn't put fuel in the tractors, right. you know? And stuff like that. Didn't you hurt yourself on the farm? <laughs> I swear uh, I remember a story that you told me. Like you were out by yourself. Yeah, I was out by myself. Was it with irrigation? Was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was I was eight years old, and it's a Sunday. I had to go change the water, even though it's Sunday. And um, we we had this rule, which I thought was a stupid rule that you don't wear shorts when you ride motorcycles, right? That's right. Okay. And so I um, I knew that the Chicago Bulls were playing that night. It was like game six or seven. That's Andrew's favorite team. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Chicago Bulls. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just open that up, shall we? Yeah, no, it's not. I'm sorry. Crack that can open. Yeah, it's fun. (laughs) Um, But I knew they were playing that night. They were going to win another one, as DJ Khaled would say, another one. (laughs) Um, And so I had had shorts on, and I'm like, I don't want to change. But I had my hip waders. So my hip waders covered like over three inches over my shorts. So I'm like, right. look, technically That's I'm good. Pants. I'm not exposed, right? Right. I hop on my little Honda 80 and go cruising out there. I'm, I'm, I'm eight or nine years old at this point. I this go, is kind of your parents' fault for not having four wheels. That's true. That's true. Right. Um, but we get out there and um, I'm cruising down through the field to change this water. Um, and I look down and I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that when I sat down, my shorts came up. So I see like six inches of flesh there. Right. And I don't know if you've ever seen some of those wheel lines out in the field, oh, but yeah. they have these metal wheels. And then on each of the wheels, they have a little spoke that sticks out for yeah. traction. Well, I'm going down this field, but- I wouldn't call those little either. Ah, they're, eh, they're not small. Right. But I'm the, the, the wheel line's all the way down to the end of the field. So- when it gets there, you've got to go and reset it and take it back to the other side. And so we had an old wheel line up against the fence and then the one that was getting set. So I've got maybe six feet of clearance betwixt them. <laughs> Keep coming back. Yeah. But I'm going, I'm going through here. I'm cruising there on my motorcycle and I hit a little piece of mud and I kind of oh. get out and I slide over and I just bump up against one of those wheel lines. And um, I don't really think anything of it. I'm like, ah, it was weird. And then I stop and I look down and I pull my shorts back and I can literally see my femur. Oh. And 
I'm like, that's there's no way that's real. You imagine there's no way that's eight real. You're all doing that like in the middle of a field. Yeah. Like I so, mean, if you hit that artery. Yeah. So I, I reach down to touch <sighs> it and I'm like, Yeah, that's a bone. That's a bone. That's real. And so like the quick thinker that I am, I'm like, all right, house is just across the fence. Let's drop the motorcycle that you don't have to use your legs to use. Let's climb the fence and hop it and run home. Oh my gosh. So I, I run home. I look down. I see like the, the all seven layers of skin exposed or whatever it is. And I go up and I, I, I don't know why I did this, but I knocked on my front door. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's foretelling of you knocking doors in California. We're, listen, we, we're five miles. Foreshadow. We're five miles west of Fillmore. Our oh, closest neighbor is gosh. seven miles away. We don't have any. We, we never even lock our doors. Mind your but manners, though. But I knock on the door. My mom comes out, and I'm like, uh, Mom, Mom, I think I'm going to die. And I show her my leg, and she's like, oh, we got to go. I'm like, where are we going to go? She's like, the hospital. I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so she, grab- she, a tourniquet or anything? she grabs like- a towel, and we wrap it around my leg, and, and I hop in the car, and um, we, we're driving there, and we don't have cell phones, so my mom's trying to get a hold of my dad. So my dad has installed these two-way CB radios in each of our cars. So she's like, she's wow. like, she's like, mom to mom to dad, mom to dad, come in, come in. We got a nine one one. Meet us, meet us at the hospital. And so and thirteen truckers go. Big Papa's here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be your daddy. Um, we get to the hospital, and my dad's already there somehow. He he like beat us to the hospital. And he comes out and he's like, how bad is it? And I'm like, it's pretty bad. And I'm like, am I going to die? And he goes, probably, but not today. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm just like, thanks, Dad. Oh, thanks a lot. Gosh. That's good, Dad. So we, <laughs> so, so we, like yeah, probably. So he carries me and lays, lays me down in the bed in the hospital and we unwrap the towel and... Like, I didn't even realize this, but there was not one drop of blood. And the doctor, they call, the nurses kind of clean it up and whatever. They call the doctor. Four and a half hours later, the doctor rolls in to come oh, stitch me up. Gosh. And I knew exactly why it was four and a half hours later, because that's when the, the Bulls game got oh, over. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And the nurses wouldn't turn it on in there either. I was pretty upset about that. <laughs> but he came in, and he's like, ooh. They said it was a bad one, but they usually over-exaggerate. This is a bad one. So I had 115 stitches put into my leg as a like eight or nine-year-old. So that was fun. Thanks for bringing that up, Cam. Sorry, I just I remember it being a pretty amazing story. Well, Isn't that do- crazy? He came, the doctor came and talked to my parents afterwards, and they're like, "Look, you should talk to him about this because one eighth of an inch lower right. would have took his kneecap off." And he said the femoral artery was exposed. He's like, I had to do everything I could not to nick it. Was I a surgery, like cutting him up? He's like, he's, he's alive for a reason. Right. Wow. And so like, that's, that's kind of stuck with me my whole life that like, I'm here for something that's bigger than me. Yeah. And, you know. So when you guys were getting started, wow. was the promotional industry similar to what it is like today? I mean- Kind of yes and kind of no. Because um, I feel like right now, like, 
everyone's like trying to do it or mm-hmm. everyone's like oh i can make you a shirt heck yeah i can make you want a hat i can make you a hat yeah, i get 10 phone call or 10 emails you know, like 10 a, whatever they, so they'll go on they'll go on alibaba and they'll yep. find the tri fit whatever shirt they'll bring yep. it in and you know I, I would say that it's it has it's i would say it's different it's evolved it, it when we so steve steve then started elevate and then about a year into it I, I then oh yeah, we never on. know like, how'd you yeah. guys, how'd that happen? Yeah, so um, I started Elevate and um, I started it. So we set it up, and then I I told Dan I was like, hey, we've got HP on the hook. Do you want to come over and do this with me? And he's like, sure. And so like you know the bright business mind that I was after setting it up, I was like, hey, you want to come do this? I'll give you half the company. You keep saying Dan, why am I getting confused? You, you don't remember Dan? That's why. Yeah. Okay, I was like, Dan's not. Does Dan's Ricky not have with a different name? Anymore. Okay. Now I So Dan and I ran the company for the first year and we got to where like we had HP that took up most of our time and then we would pick up like a few summer sales companies. A bunch of people that left um, LogoWorks went and started Stance. Some went to Traeger, some went to Skull Candy, some went to Orange Soda. Like all of these companies, kind of everyone kind of spilled over into, but we all they all knew us and that we were still doing. Swag. There were a lot of amazing people from really Works that just went out to the Utah County and Utah businesses, right? Yeah, and they, still today, it's like a goldmine of unique, talented individuals. It was incredible. Wow. Yeah, I mean, the people who started Divi worked at Logo Works. Mm-hmm. People who started Stance worked at Logo Works. Orange Soda. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just. Tons of wild talent that was there. Mm-hmm. And um, so we get going and and we we have this bright idea. I mean, this, that first year it was me and Dan, we had one assistant and we had HP and these other accounts and we made so much money. And we're like, listen. We're really good we're, at this. We're, doing we're so, so good. good. <laughs> we're doing so good. We're really good entrepreneurs. And so we're like, you know, we're like, look, that's what we're doing with just us. Let's hire a bunch of people. Let's go get Apple. Yeah. Let's, we let's, got HP. Let's hire a bunch of people because we hire a bunch of people. Things will be even more easy, right? Like right. we're going to be able to just take it's all this time off and everyone do stuff. Entrepreneur yeah, mistake, totally. Isn't it? Yep. And so we're like, we need a good marketing guy. Who do we know? And Ricky, after he left LogoWorks, Ricky went and worked for um, what was it called? Family Link. Family Link. Ancestry dot com no, competitor. My yeah, my my heritage now. My heritage okay. now. He and his boss there. I love bringing it up because the best compliment his boss ever gave him on anything he worked on was, "I don't hate this." <laughs> yeah, he was. He was a real people person. Yeah, I love. I love that because anytime <laughs> Ricky's really proud of, of something he's made for us and he wants to show me, I'm like, Ricky, I don't hate this. <laughs> yeah, that is also the nicest thing Steve has ever said to <laughs> True. me. Yeah, he set the bar real high for me to live up yeah. to. But so we bring Ricky on and we have Ricky get in charge of our marketing and um, and helping develop our brand, right? And then we think, okay, well, we need to get a couple salespeople. We need a couple more fulfillment people. And then before we know it, you know, we've grown, but we're making way less money, me and Dan are, because we have all these employees we've got to take care right. of now. You know what I mean? But we're like, well, what if HP ever goes away? We better start getting a lot more accounts. And so we start building up accounts and, and, and hiring and building accounts and hiring. And I mean, I feel like we did it fairly slowly. Like we could have hired a lot more and grown faster, but we, we didn't ever want to get too far out ahead of where we could handle. And 
I had a pretty quick epiphany in the beginning, back to what you were saying about the saturation of the market, is that you know people could jump on any website, order a T-shirt or a pen sure. or a hat, right? Yep. And if someone wanted to manage it themselves, they could do it a lot cheaper than buying it from us. But there is so much more that goes into branding than just the product itself. Um, each, each of us in this room has our own individual brand. Like people think of us and they think this is who this person is because that's your brand, that's your culture. Mm-hmm. And companies, a lot of times, especially when they're starting out, they look, they're more worried about the cost of the item than the effect of the item. And we I'm tell guilty of that for sure. For sure. Everyone is new yeah. started. Oh, yeah. I'm all, glad. I'm all, glad. What if it's still happening? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you bring that up, Cameron. I know. I actually prepared for this oh, because no. <laughs> right, we, we were the first ones to make the Bam Bam's products, right? Yeah, we were. were the first. I was going to say, I was, I was an early customer. You were. Elevate. Yeah. And um, things were going really well. And then Cameron decides to, to test the water somewhere else because someone offered him a cheaper price. And yeah. I get this text from Cameron. Do you remember this hat? I do. Yeah. I was actually going to talk about this, pr- or I won't say the name. I won't say the name. Yeah. So Cameron decided was- to try out a, a different company, we'll say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and... They offered him a cheaper price than what we were charging him at the time. I played Xbox with the guy. I a know, lot. I know. And he calls me and he's it always like, "Always equates to good he, business." I mean, decisions. he really, yes, yeah. he had my six in many yeah. Yeah. dire situations. Yeah. <laughs> but Cameron's like, "Bro, I messed up. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I I need to start this out by saying I should have listened to you, <laughs> but this guy quoted me a much cheaper price on these hats." And they all showed up really skewed. Like yeah. they were almost an inch off center. They were so in bad. the middle. In the oh my gosh, yeah. And um, I was like, "Listen, Cam, that's that's what the power of forgiveness is. <laughs> Come on back, and we'll it's treat like, you, you believe right." In Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> it's as if it never happened. So we charged Cam double on his next set of yeah, hats. Yeah, exactly. Um, I couldn't even pay tithing that that's month. Right, um, but. There's so much more that goes into it than just the product itself. And and I got to say, this is probably one of the bigger, like they've grown quite a bit, the company we're mm-hmm. referring to. Mm-hmm. And it, it was, it, you know, you think like, oh, I mean, they're, they're, they seem to be pretty like hot right now. A lot of people are talking about them. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's the difference. I mean, I think that's every industry, right? Sure. Like if you just do it right, mistakes totally happen. But you fix them. Like we've had a couple issues where, yeah, you know. But I don't even have to ask. Yeah, I just send a picture like, "Hey, there's a few," and it's like three days later, everything's replaced, and I don't well, have to pay for the first one. Like it's the service level is very different than other. And places. and that's where like even with with what like our evolution as a company, like we've even now we're trying to get to the point where we catch all those mistakes before right. they even get yeah. to you. A lot of them you don't and know we, about. Yeah, we just take right. care of it and fix it. Awesome. Right. I don't say a right. lot. There's not a lot of mistakes. Yeah, it never the happens. Two or three that happen a year, you don't never hear about. Right. Right. <laughs> right. I've got three orders. But <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Both orders are great. Um but I wanted to get beyond just a product company. Everyone knew me as somewhere to order products, right? But 
um, we wanted to get to where we were deeply involved in the branding side of things, where when you were looking to do a trade show or do a new marketing effort that you called us in and we sat down with your marketing team and said, they're like, okay, here's, here's the goals that we want to have. Um, we gave you guys a gift bag before we got here, like as a reputable swag company would, but inside of there is a nice cross pen. Um, so these cross pens, they're a $50 cross pen, right? So this is one of the first times we were given the opportunity to sit down with a company and do some strategy with them, but they would go to this, um, trade show every year and they average signing up one new account every other year. Right. And I mean, which for them at that time, was, they fine. still felt it was worth it. Yeah, it was fine. Right. But they're like, we would like so to get much so much more out of this than just one every other year. And so um, they came to us and they said, here's our budget. We usually buy coffee mugs and give out as many as we can. So they'd buy the cheapest ones as many as they can. And so they would usually give out a thousand pieces. And we said, look, what if we took that? And he had a list of people who were going to attend. And we said, highlight the, the 100 companies on there that you want to talk to at this trade show. So then we went through that and we got these cross pens and they come in a really nice gift box. We took the pen out of the box and we slid a key into it with a note and we mailed it out to all of these 100 people two weeks before the, the conference. And we said, come to booth 167. Um, we have something really exciting we want to show you that we think would really help you and your business. Um, and get your free cross pen and try your key to see if it unlocks the safe for the grand prize. And so we sent out a hundred of them. They had 99 people show up. I was going to say, I'm showing up for that all day long. Absolutely. Yep. Just the key thing alone. I'm like, yeah. oh, what am I going to yeah. I'm going to yeah. get that for Taurus. It was, a, it, was a, it. it was a melted frosty. Yeah, it was <laughs> a frosty. A melted frosty. Vanilla. Jokes yeah. on them. Yep. <laughs> and we, uh, we didn't tell them what was in the safe. No. I'm just kidding. It wasn't. But 99 people showed up. It was, I think it was an iPad. It was like iPad 1 was in it, something like that. But 99 people showed up. They signed seven clients. And one of those clients was like a $17 million a year account. And they had been trying to get in front of that contact forever. And that contact told them, like, look, when I come to these events, I don't even come to the trade show floor. I am so booked up with meetings with other vendors that I don't even come to the trade show floor. But because of this, I wanted to come down. I wanted to get the pen, but I wanted to see what the prize was. And he signed him. And then the one person who didn't come called him two weeks later and he's like, look, my wife had her baby right before the trade show. Can I still get the pen? <laughs> <laughs> but rules are rules. Yeah, no, no. That's right. yeah, no. You must be present to win. Yeah. That's yeah. right. So he sent him a junior frosty card that goes on your keychain. <laughs> Wendy's does not endorse this podcast yet. Um, <laughs> yet. But so that kind of made us think like we want to be more of a branding partner to companies. We want companies to come to us and tell us what their goals are and we want to help them achieve those goals. Yes, there is a need to have just your random giveaways, right? When you, Cam, you go and you cater, you have stuff to give away to fans and stuff like that. And you have stuff to sell in the store. But building your brand, like um, you guys had goat haircuts on, right? Right. So we we do a lot with them to help them build their we brand. Went, I went and took the boys and tried it out. Oh, it was so fantastic. Was it? Great. Yeah. yeah they do it's a great job. experience, right? Yeah. And so they're, they're going to explode next year. We just met with them the other day 
and we do all their gear now and we're going to continue to do a lot more what of it. Go like a hundred new salon, like yeah. new yeah. stops by the end of the year. Unreal, right? They've yeah. got what? 10 now, 12. Yeah. And they're going to be a hundred by yeah, the end of next year. Saying. That's yeah. crazy. And so he, we're in the meeting with him and he's like, listen, this is my favorite shirt I've ever got. Can you guys think, do you think you could figure out where it came from and how it, and, and what material it is and how it was printed? And he holds up a Bam Bam's barbecue yes. shirt. <laughs> and I go, I got an idea. We, yeah, we made that. We made <laughs> That's that. That's awesome. Yeah. The blue one. The blue one. That's right. I gave that to them yep. at the podcast. Yep. And um, <clears throat> next level, baby. That's right. Best shirt ever for people under 360 pounds. I've yeah. never worn one, well. is what I'm saying. So you you're welcome. People and you're welcome, customers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Try I'm it. so jealous. But I, I can't tell you how many people, like we spent a lot of time developing those shirts, yeah. remember? Like yep. it was more than just the logo. We put like the distressman in there. We made, we gave it some style, right. right? And I think that's the reason why there's so many companies popping up now is because people want more than just a, a logo left chest. They want it to look like it was something that was developed by Nike or Under Armour or, it's gotta be good or Ricky, Ricky's it's favorite Yeezy. Um, yeah. Yep. Who doesn't like Yeezys? Ricky loves me. Yeezy. What? Andrew. <laughs> Sounds like he's kind of a Nike. Yeah. They have the stripes. Yeah. I'll they do the swoosh. They, they yeah, do the swoosh. swoosh. Yeah. Just me too. That's racist. Yeah, Ricky's the big Yeezy. <laughs> um, the big Yeezy. <laughs> but the the branding side of it, so we're we have started a new program that we call the brand partner program. And what this is is it allows companies to get ahead of their situation because how many times have you called us and said bro i'm out of shirts right and we're like okay when did you run out oh, just barely i just gave away the last one <laughs> we're like you didn't think about that when you only had one left to call me it's annie's fault That's not right. my fault <laughs> okay but i think the biggest the biggest challenge with a lot of people that we work with is that they don't think about ordering until they're out right and then they've got an executive or a big client coming to town and they don't have anything to give them and so what we're starting is we want to get ahead of that. How do you help clients get over the price hump? Right? Sure. You have price versus cost. Yep. You know, we talked about it a lot. Like it's easy up front to like, oh man, that's expensive. Like how do you help them see that value and like kind of make that first investment? Well, a lot of it, we use case studies. We'll use pictures of people who have strayed from the path. <laughs> and Pointing at camp. Yeah. You're welcome, yeah, Steve. I know. I know. You're welcome. Um, I did that for you. We keep a lot of samples and, and examples of things at the office that show them the quality of it. But we try to talk to them about a bigger picture scenario and say, yes, like if you wanted to get a Bic pen for 25 cents, you could find someone online that'll send you one. We'll sell it to you for 30 cents. I don't know if that's accurate or not. Don't don't quote me on that. Don't hold me to 30 <laughs> cents on those pens. Please um, refrain. But, <laughs> but we will... Whether it's five cents more or not for that one piece of item is irrelevant because if we can develop this whole package where if you spend $1,000 with us for this event and we're able to get you seven new clients, it doesn't matter if we charge you 5000 You're making $7 million because of these accounts that we got in. And, and that's not easy with companies that are just starting out because they're very budget conscious. And so with them, we tell them like, look, Let's start small. Let's, let's develop a really nice shirt and a really nice hat or some golf balls or something 
but you're going to be strategic with who you give them to. So like um, if you have someone that you want to earn their business and they like golfing, give them the box of Pro V1s, but just put one sleeve in there and say, hey, I know you're that good that you only need this many, but call me back and let's set up a time to golf and I'll give you the other three sleeves. I'd put two top flights. Yeah, two top flights and a pinnacle. in the sleeve. <laughs> That's right. Pro V1s with one Pro V1. <laughs> like if you want the other two. The, but, the the real crux of it is like like Steve is saying is all the things the programs and things he's talking about it comes down to their why right like they they have this budget they get sticker shock sometimes but we we even it's like people come to us and say like he's saying like I want pens and we're like why do you want pens what are you using those I think pens for people probably get lost in that all the yeah, time yeah and they're like I, I want, want a shirt I want yeah. a hat well why why yeah. do you want that yeah and I we, want to give them well why we, we why talk people them? away from products because it's like you want to spend a thousand dollars on pens and you want them to get you leads oh that doesn't correlate that way the best yeah. right. the best one is this client that we have from Washington and they were coming to BYU to do a career fair uh, a recruiting fair mm -hmm. and they're like hey um, we would like to do 5,000 coffee mugs and we're like know your audience guys yeah. call them hot chocolate yeah bugs. yeah yeah or flask <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah flask. so so we talked them into doing soda cups instead with with a free voucher to go get it filled up and they they had to line down the booth for it you know but right. like it it is it is why are you buying what you're buying and not only that, but like, what are your goals with your company? Like, are you trying to establish a culture of professionalism? Like we do a lot of with bankers and lenders where like you sign a new account, someone just signed a loan, you know, give them something like a $50 cross pen, something right. that they're going to be like, wow, they, they appreciated my business, right? It's all about what they'll, what, what I kind of learned through you guys. I mean, I definitely didn't think of this, but it doesn't matter what. You can give away a million shirts, but if it's just one of those cheap cardboard, whatever, yep. they're not going to wear it. Like they never wear, people, yeah. right? Sure. The people that I'll give away, I probably give a, give away as many shirts as I sell, uh -huh. and they are a little spendy because it's a really nice shirt, but they wear them yep, a absolutely. lot. Yeah, and now they're a walking billboard. It, yeah. Exactly. And right. the, the other thing that people don't take into account with branding a lot of times is the experience and how it represents your brand. Right. For sure. So regardless of even how you give them something or the experience that's around it. Like you give them a crappy shirt and they wear it and it falls apart. Right. They then, it's bad. It, even on a subconscious level, they're going to associate the quality of that shirt with the quality of your business. That's yeah. true. And so you have to always play into that. And that's part of the reason why when we talk to people about their why, it's to understand what their real end goal is. And then we help create that path and a formula that we've proven time and time again, as Steve's talked with all these clients of, by doing this, you get that association with a positive brand and a quality based around it, and you get that end result. You get that ROI yeah. right. at the end of the day. And that's where you talk with people when they say, hey, I, I'm, I'm a little budget conscious. Well, let's work with that budget and get creative and like get you something. A thousand coffee mugs into a hundred pens. Exactly. And dollar amount, significant difference, right? Yeah. Sure. A hundred but, of those thousand aren't even going to wear it or use right, it. Right. Oh, but it, it just takes that stepping back. Yep. You know, and- well, quality you, over quantity. You I see mean, everybody else doing the same thing right. of getting a pen at a trade show. But even that's out. an example, mailing it to them before. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's, th those are those things where like an outside firm, like you guys have been able to provide that extra. I remember that two firms ago that I'd started at Norton, we talked about our next golf tournament. We had, we we're going to create this box 
right? That we were going to send out to everybody yeah. and then we never did it because Norton went away. Um, Rest but, in peace. <laughs> <laughs> but there were some really, but it was a fantastic idea, yeah. right? On like how to make that experience even better. Well, when you're doing your homework, right? I yeah. mean, you're not, yeah. you're not just like throwing a bunch of stuff against the wall and seeing what sticks. You're actually saying, okay, because you got trade shows. I've done them in the barbecue world. And they're just craziness. Well, Everybody's yeah. just walking around for free crap. Yep. And like you want to Tr- find. Trick-or-treaters. Trick-or-treaters. That's exactly right. Yeah. You want to find the, the companies well, that you actually what's, want. What's the biggest problem? What's, what's the biggest obstacle to overcome with the trade show? It's getting good people to stop and Attention. talk to you. Yep. Right? And so that's the first thing that we talk to with clients is, okay, what are we going to do that get people to stop? Okay. Now, once they've stopped, what are we going to do to get people to be qualified for a lead? So one of the, one of the big ones we did, there's Dreamforce, um, Salesforce's big conference, and Domo was going, I don't know if I can say this or not, but I'm going to, um, but they were going to Dreamforce, and, and they said, we need people to stop and come to our booth, and then we need to qualify them, and then we're going to give them one of two things. So what we did is we did a room drop for all 10,000 of the attendees that had a domo lanyard with uh, a key card on it. And um, it said that, so when they got to their room, they said, wear this lanyard tomorrow with your key card, come by this booth, swipe your key card to see if you won. And so the next day, everyone threw away the free Salesforce lanyard they got, and they're all wearing Domo lanyards all throughout the conference. <laughs> wow. And they all come up and swipe their card, and the, 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 the system had pre-picked the people that they wanted to target to be the ones that won. But it's like casinos. Correct. Just yep. kidding. <laughs> when all ca- raffles. When Cam, are, I'm convinced. They, I've they learned look at me how to rig the raffle. That's yep. right. When Cam walks in a casino, they're like, loosen up the slots. That's right. <laughs> we got to keep him here for a long That's time. a 400 pound yep. extroverted billboard right there. He'll but be stoked when he wins. When they got to the booth, <laughs> they swiped their card. They had to put in their information to see if they won or not. And then they gave them either like this really nice little Nerf custom football we made or a pair of um, Skull Candy headphones. But they had to capture everyone's information to do that. And they were able to, the people who won, they said, great, let me take you back here, do a quick demo and give you your headphones. It was, it got them to come to the booth, right? right? Mm-hmm. Another thing I love to do is I'll do things at, with companies where I'll say, okay, you came here. Now, if you're entered into for this prize, if you go get three other people who haven't been to our booth and bring them back, we'll give you more entries into it. You know, so the, one of the biggest struggles we've had from the beginning till now is people have just looked at us as a source for products. And we're trying to move that shift into being like a branding partner, not really an agency, but like right. an extension of your marketing team where we will help you come up with strategy and consulting. We've even done some like culture consulting for companies that have like toxic cultures where we'll come in and say, here's some things you can do to show appreciation. Um, you know, like it, people, people want us to be recognized and they want to for sure. be appreciated. You know, it's the same reason why people give away their social security number to get a free t-shirt at a jazz game. You know <laughs> what I mean? True. The, Isn't that crazy? The, branding has power. It's, it's true. Like, like, it's one of those Gildan t-shirts. That's true. Like, look, look at what you'll do for a free t-shirt that's not going to fit at a jazz game. Right. Yeah. Like I'm elbowing old ladies <laughs> trying to get a large when I'm clearly an extra large only cam. Yeah. 
and it, you'll do anything. Uh, XL tall. Yep. Yeah. So, but that's the thing. There is real power in the brand. Yeah. Where, and where, where do you think totally most right. people make mistakes? Like, like, where do you find most people? Is it either everyone does this type of product or they try to cut corners and go cheap? Like, where do you feel most people fall short? I, yes. I feel like the, yeah, the place. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, it's true. They, they cut corners. Yeah, they they well, try to cut the corner. It, it's better to go less with a higher quality item than mm-hmm, to go super sure. cheap and, and, inexpensive well the and and they don't think about why they're buying it yeah that's 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 the the number one thing is like why are you actually buying this are people going to keep and use the item or are they going to get thrown away so like let's rewind a little bit here and talk about golf tournaments we've all been to really crappy golf tournaments this golf tournament up i thought this would this would be a good story because i feel like the golf tournament don't get ahead of me no i won't Don't get ahead of me okay Stop talking, Cam. Jeez, this sucks. <laughs> this is like my podcast. This isn't yours anymore. No, Stephen. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. All right. Um, we've all been to crappy golf tournaments where you show up and you get this swag bag full of stuff that the sponsors, quote unquote sponsors, <laughs> had leftover junk in their marketing closet they wanted to get rid of, so they right. dump it in a swag bag and call them a sponsor. You get it as you check in, you throw it in your cart, you put your jacket on top of it when you're done at the range, you go and you play a six and a half hour round and get bombarded by salespeople at every hole, right? And then you get done and then you got another hour and a half lunch where you found out the guy that was super good at golf gets a new driver because he hit it the farthest, <laughs> and the guy that's super good with his wedges gets a new wedge because he hit it the closest, right? Right. And then you go home. And the longest putt gets a really cheap putter. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yep. And then you go home, and you're like, man, that was a whole day, right? And so we're like, there's a better way to do this. There's a much better way to do this. And so what we did with our golf tournament is we wanted to use it as a way to showcase the new and fun products that we um, were giving out. So what we did is that um, at registration, all you got was a bag, the empty bag. And and the key behind this was also what he described is we focused on the showcase and the experience. The experience. Not not most golf tournament bags, like the grocery store bag. Right. Yeah. A bag. Yeah, we would like give like a, a duffel, duffel bag. bag. Like a Nike duffel bag. You know, like yeah. those military bags that the guys going off to war throw over their shoulders? That's right. that's pretty much what you're going to need next year for we the next year's Everyone oh, to feel like Captain about. America. That's right. Oh, I'm getting my name on the list that's right, right now. I can't wait. You're on my team. Yep. And so so I, I thought back to a lot of the training I got at HP about planning great events and the experience. And so what we would do is every other hole or every hole or so, we would give away a new item. And so like one hole was like this commemorative coin. And so you would do like a little challenge or whatever and you get the coin. And then the next hole was like a custom belt. And then two holes down, you'd get your choice of like three different types of polo shirts. And then we would, we'd usually have two or three t-shirts that we'd give out that have different designs in it. And and the key to all this is even, even when you register, we give you the bag at the front and then you come through and you're picking up 
items and putting it in the bag even before you get to your cart. Right. And that's all based around the experience because there's emotion tied to that experience. Even if yeah. you're getting just a, a, a plastic divot tool or something like that, there's emotion tied to going, oh, cool, I got this now. And I'm yeah. eating my Gandalfo sandwich while I'm doing it, that's which right. makes exactly. it so much better. Oh, yeah. Or Chick-fil-A. Or Chick-fil-A. Or Chick-fil-A. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we did this. Proper way to start. We did. We we had really good success. I mean, the first year we did it, we had we we signed we opened it up for thirty six teams, like full slot, and we had thirty two, thirty three sign up, and we're like, man, we really good at this. (laughs) And then what happened was at the end of that tournament, people were like, wow, this is so much fun. Can I get on the list for next year already? So we pretty much had the whole next year already filled up. But then we did a video and we talked about it and we sh- and and people talked about it. They're like, "This is the best tournament we've well, ever gone." Well, they moved gone. companies and they're talking about yeah. it, right? Because I don't want anybody else to come. And so then, what happened was, is we very quickly developed a wait list for people trying to get on. And so then we did it the second year, and we're like, "Oh man, we're we're still great. We're killing it." And we just kind of did the same thing as the year before, and it was it was still really really good, but it wasn't as great as I wanted it to be. And so then that year, we, I think we, we learned a really good lesson and that the, the, the industry and the market is moving away from mass production swag to very custom, very personalized swag. So then the next year, what we did is we said, okay, when teams register, let's get their logo if we don't already have it. And so we built what we called our experience pages. Um, so I went into Ricky, I'm like, do a demo of this little site, it's pretty cool. And so what it was is it's, it's, a, it's a site that has a conversation with you that, that asks questions so you can gather info and preferences. And we started to build what we called our player profiles for our clients. So we learned their shirt sizes, their hat sizes, their shoe sizes, their favorite candy, their favorite snack, what kind of golf ball they played. Um, and then we said, we're gonna give everyone uh, a polo shirt. Which of these three colors would you like to get? Everyone could pick their own color. And, and, and it's even it's even beyond that, it's about create, it's creating that experience. Yeah. And even with like the, not just the color of the shirt, I would not tell people what they're getting and just say, what pattern do you like? Yeah. And yeah. they don't know what they're, what they're saying or like, what's your favorite animal? And then based on that, you then get something. Yeah. So Ricky had to go find a lot of tigers to give out, but <laughs> I am the tiger king. Yep. <laughs> um, so when people came through the tournament that year, when they got to the hole where they got the polo shirt, they're like, "Oh, I'm going to get the color that I want." And so we would get we we had them prepackaged, so they would get it, and their team would open it, and in the hero position, we call it the left chest of the polo shirt was their logo, right. not ours, and then our logo was small on the sleeve or on the back. And then when they got to the hole with the golf balls, they got the kind of golf balls that they wanted to play, but it had their logo on it so. and their first name. So it was very personalized. In well, the- now, now we go with your nickname, yeah, nickname that you give yourself. Yeah. And so there were some really funny names this year. Um, and the when, when you get to the cart, it's got your favorite drinks in the cooler. It's got your favorite candy bar in the cup holder. And, and people came to us and they're like, this I felt like you catered this for me. It's so VIP. Like it, it does. It feels it feels like a ten thousand dollar a team tournament. Just yeah. based, not necessarily based on p- just product. Just the thought and 
the individual attention yeah. that you get there. And and that all ties back to the power of branding. And that totally. and that and we we've constantly been evolving every year. Uh it, a ton of planning and and resources go into it. And like yeah. this last year we did we I've been gathering people's favorite jokes and things they say about their teammates. And so right. this year we we put that all into a booklet. Yeah. Where oh, when you no showed way. up, you had a booklet where your team I didn't say who said what, <laughs> yeah. but it was like, you know, they, they were some hilarious things that they said about each other yeah, and right. then the jokes that they had in the back. Like, and so you walk away with a booklet of your teammates so and jokes cool. and you got, then got to see who else was there. Cam, you would have known this had you shown up. I'm sorry. Half the jokes were about you. Yeah. I figured yeah. it happens. Yeah, I, will, I will say when we have you cater, people get really pumped. Yeah, Bam Bam's you. there for well, sure. Well, that, that was supporter. another thing we changed. We recognized a bottleneck, which was the lunch afterwards. Right. And so what we did is we had Bam Bam's come down and give out lunch on the course as people pass them. And then after the tournament, everyone checked their carts in. They came over to see if they had won a prize. And then we did a raffle for the for the biggest prizes. Right. And everyone went home. So 15 minutes after we were done, people That's were out awesome. of there. Yeah. That's um, awesome. We we charge an entry fee to get in there because we want to use it to to donate to charity. Right, and you know that's one of the greatest things I love about golf is how it brings people together to have a great time. But you can also raise money to do it, and you know that's part of the reason why. Like I I didn't I never grew up thinking I was going to own my own business and and do this. Like that wasn't the plan. Like you know I got an accounting degree. And I thought I was going to go work for a finance company somewhere. Do you really have ADHD? Oh, yeah. And you have an yes. accounting degree. Yeah. So That's pretty impressive. When, when, they, when you fill out the form at the doctor's office to see if you have ADHD or not, I was a high eight. Right. <laughs> and the doctor's like, I don't even know if I need you to fill out this form because you've been here for 15 minutes and we've had seven conversations. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you like numbers? I like, I like, I like results. You like results. And- because you mind. have to love when you have ADHD, like we've talked a lot about it on the podcast, and you you can't beat someone with ADHD if they love what they're doing. Absolutely, like you can't beat them at it. And so, but I, I would figure with accounting, you you have but to I, you I have can, to like it. I can it. beat you at golf, though. Yeah. Oh, not not the, I don't know if you're going to beat me on the summer of golf. Burn on the ADHD yeah. summer. No, but I was a scratch golfer. My mind, but. my mind likes completing things. And, and I love it when things balance. Right. So I love it. So like if you're going through a spreadsheet and you're looking at like all the checks and the debits and credits and understanding that things balance right. makes, it, it brings peace to my it's soul. It's very common for ADHD people to have a little sprinkle of o- OCD. Yeah. Which I, I don't have. have that problem at all. I have no. probably the opposite, but, but it is very common. I yeah. do have that. Yeah. And so, I mean. You did show up to our golf tournament. Not golf tournament. So this last weekend, Jake Christman's 39th birthday, he wanted to get together with seven of his buddies, and we went golfing for three days. Steve showed up with a spreadsheet for all the games, like handicaps, names, weight, height, like everything laid out. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to lose so much money on this trip because I suck right now. But it was it was. It, it was, was fun, so, right? or It was so fun. Yeah. And, like, we got home, and you spent – I just remember looking over three or four times, and he was just—he had all the scorecards out. I audited all like the scorecards. Every like transferring which everything ones had over. Like he next did to him. so much extra work for us. And anyways, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, it's fun, but I mean, for me, 
I haven't found a better way to serve people and to provide us a, a, a service of value as I have with owning my own company. Because, I mean, we've got, you know, 15 families that depend on me and my ability to create and produce and my integrity to run a company that's honest and, and puts out a, a product of value. And because, centers the logo. And centers the logo. It's very important. Because... I, I took it for granted. I, I think that <laughs> you did. It matters. It, it matters. does matter. I, I think that... I think that your your reputation takes you a lot farther than trying to be the cheapest in town. Oh, and for that's, sure. And that's where we cross that hurdle is, is we say, look, if if you work with us, we might not be the cheapest, but you will get the product that you wanted and it will be one that's effective. And, and you get the outcome you're looking for. The quality yeah. will be like outstanding. And if something happens, because something happens, because like every oh, time sure. something gets customized, a human's involved. So mistakes happen, but we will always fix it. You know, and, and so, to me, that almost makes it, in a sense, that's an even better, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it sticks in my brain when like everyone makes mistakes, but it's how you handle it. So like if you deliver a perfect product every time, that's that's great too. But it's also, it says a lot about a company, how you handle like, well, and mistakes. And that, that all right? comes down to the surprise and delight right. aspect of business. And, and that's where, like, Steve is phenomenal, but it, it, it's like that saying of, like, that means behind every... from you, Ricky. It's, it's a moment. It's, it I is. hate it. <laughs> he doesn't hate you. <laughs> you guys, we're gonna, just going to hug it out. <laughs> Get these mics out of our face. Let's that's hug right. this out. That's what I'm ready for. But, but it's like, behind every, every great man is a, is a, a great, great woman. It's the same thing. Steve is out there. He's pushing. He's great. The team is what really also helps us push mm-hmm. this and get those brands where they are. We, we had, well, how long ago did Chad join us? Five years ago. Five years ago. So Chad, t- tell the story about Chad. So Chad owned a company called 801 Promos. Um, Chad's, Chad's a cute little guy. Um, <laughs> he is. He's adorable. He, he's the grandpa of the company. He's all of what, 43? Yeah, he's, he's 44. A few years older than me, Ew. but yeah. we referred to him as grandpa. But we... He he owned a company that was very similar to ours, but he had gotten as big as he could with just having him and one employee. Like he couldn't handle any more capacity, and so he saw our building up on state or up on the freeway, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving Point in Lehigh. Um, he saw us up there as he was driving back from an appointment, and he's like, "I'm just going to reach out to those guys to see if they would be open to me bringing my book of business and joining up with them." And wow. Chad Chad's been a great asset to the company because I probably because of my ADHD, I am the least effective when I'm sitting at my desk. I am the most effective when I'm out here with Cam or I'm, I'm out meeting with clients. And actually, that's actually why I got into golf as much as I did. I, I, I started playing golf six years ago. Right. That's like when I started playing golf. And um, I would go out and I would just join men's league and I would just become friends with people. And then by the time we were done, I would have two or three requests for new accounts. Chad is the most effective when he's at his desk because he is very much he's very yeah. much an executor. He wants to be able to immediately respond. He wants to be able to provide answers and to make sure everything is flowing correctly. He, he loves checklists of being able to say, that's where his, his satisfaction can come from of saying, got this done, this done, this done. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, a, he's an executor and he's, and we, we have a, our management team really compliments each other because like one of our clients said it perfectly. They said, look, I love Elevate, and I love the the brand you guys portray. And he said, here's how I describe you guys to people. Steve walks in in the morning and says, we're going to the moon. 
<laughs> it's going to be so fun. Let's go to the moon. And then Ricky goes, or Chad goes, I don't know if I want to go to the moon. Why should we go to the moon? I don't know. if I don't, I've never even been there. I don't like the moon. I don't know if I want to go there. I'm asleep before it even comes up. And then Ricky goes, great. Now I got to figure out how to get us to the moon. Here we right. go. How are we going to get to the moon? And then Miranda goes, great. I got to pay for how, us to get to the moon. How are we going to pay for it? And so I think every great... She says, how are you going to pay for it? Not just no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she, she says, how are we going to pay for it? Yeah, she, she says no, and then I say, we're still going. Let's yeah. figure it out. <laughs> right. And I think, every great, um, I think every great team needs to have somebody who's the idea man, the visionary. Every great team needs to have somebody who's the executor, who's the devil's advocate, who's going to be like, is this a good idea or is it not a good idea? Because like every idea I come up with is brilliant. Like it's life changing. And, <laughs> and then, then I say, then, is it? Yeah. yeah. Is it? I don't, like, hate, I don't it. hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't hate it. Sometimes I push back at him so he can see the vision, but other times I'm like, you're right. I was dumb. Um, but I think that, I think we live in a world where people are afraid to be creative. And I think that we live in a world where people need to be able to understand who they are and they can, everyone has the ability to overcome the challenges that you're faced with in life. A lot of us have more challenges than others, but whether we've made mistakes, whether we've not lived up to whatever we think we should be doing, you know, you could should all over yourself. People have the ability Ooh, to grow. That's a good one, Andrew. I haven't heard that from you. Yeah. You can shit all over yourself. Yeah. Because I don't like that word. That's right. <laughs> all over yourself? It's a yeah. naughty word. Yeah. <laughs> should is a bad word. That's actually a really, there's a lot I really of, like that quote. There's a lot of guilt. Should all over yourself. There's a lot of guilt associated with the word should. Right. I should be doing that. But um, I I feel like if people are under, are able to understand themselves and develop confidence in their ability to produce and create, whether it's to create phenomenal barbecue, whether it's to create great podcasts, whether it's to create great, great jokes like Ricky does here, you know, or to be able to create a brand. You know, we each hold our own brand. And so if you're able to let go of all the things that don't really matter, it doesn't matter if you didn't check all the boxes in a day, just celebrate all the boxes you did check in a day. And then you take that and, and you develop the confidence in it, then no matter what the world throws at you, you're going to be able to produce and create. Right. And you can develop confidence in that. And you can use that confidence to inspire others. And I, and I truly think like, like, you know, we've had a lot of turmoil this year with elections and, and COVID and all these other things. And there's not a lot that we can do other than voting, but you can control yourself. And if you are confident in your own ability to, to take care of yourself, then you can instill that confidence into your family and your kids and your community. And that's, and that's how we can improve. And, and you can build the brand and culture of you, you and your family and your community. And, and that's what we want to do is we want to be able to come into these companies we work with and we want to help them build that culture and we want to help them build their community and their tribe of people that will support them. I like that a lot. I mean, you, you're, you're bringing out, maybe you're helping somebody see that they are creative, you know, bringing that out of them, right? Just because a lot of people don't think like that. I don't. 
I mean, the whole branding thing, like I got lucky with my logo. Like it was free. It was a finals, you know, a BYU graphic design final. And I got to pick the best one. And Oh, that's great. But it's... Creativity is more than just a logo though. No. And, Creativity and, is understanding how to use it properly. Right. Well, and that's that was my point is it it doesn't mean anything until it has something behind it, right? Like the logo could be cool. Like if you saw the Nike swoosh before the shoes, like Steve Prefontaine. Like, oh, what a dumb. Rest in peace. It was crooked. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just like, what does that mean? Dumb. But, but you're right. But I mean, it's, it is confidence boosting to be able to see something that you build, you add me into, and to have somebody help you kind of express that i guess yeah, yeah. we help you create that it, it helps you yeah. see yourself in a little bit different light yeah and we all probably have more creativity inside of us than we even know right absolutely and, and so we want to bring that out in people and we built a branding pro- partner program where we put people on to schedules where we will proactively reach out to you to say what do you have coming up next month right and then we That's you'll awesome. never run out of so product how, how do you people get in touch with you guys in for that kind of stuff uh, call Ricky at 801. <laughs> <laughs> Any day or night, I'm always willing to talk. I just, I'm a, I'm a big 1-800-BIG-POPPY. Uh, no, they just big reach out easy. to our, our, they can go to our, our site, uh, uh, elevatepromo.com. They can reach us. Not elevate.com. Not elevate.com. No, nope. elevate Steve. promo. I'm just kidding. Elevatepromo.com. <laughs> elevatepromo.com. They can call us at 855-333-5388. There's no space in the golf tournament, so don't even... I'm sorry. Well, are you guys active on social? I'm just kidding. We're active we are on active on social. social. We're on. We're on the web. Go okay. at, at, we're at on the Elevate line. Promo okay. for Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn is typically those are the main three ones we work with. Um, yeah, they can contact, call us at any time. We're more than happy to consult and jump in and just even answer questions and and we give free consultation of like, okay, what are you really trying to do initially, just to really dive in right. and figure out what you're trying to accomplish and and anything that way because we, we're a lot more. Um, exclusive with who we work with and who we used to be because we want to work with people who need a branding partner, not just someone that's trying to find a few hundred pens. And so if if somebody needs that help and doesn't want to hire a full marketing team, that's where we fit in best. Mm -hmm. And so we'll come in and, and, and save you that overhead cost of hiring somebody by doing that. But, um, we, we, one of the, you asked this earlier, what's another mistake people make? And, you can take great design and, and put it into a product. And so one of the things we wanted to offer to your listeners is that anyone who calls in or emails Ricky at elevatepromo.com. Or Ricky, mentions the nitty gritty. Ricky, yeah, Ricky with a Y, not an I, as you would probably think <laughs> from his voice. <laughs> Based on how I talk yeah. and yeah. my regular demeanor. It's not, I'm not Cameron with a K. Yeah, yeah. it's not Cameron Ricky with, with an I. Yeah. Yeah. Cameron, it's Cameron with a Y. <laughs> Um, Troop with an E. I'm constantly mistaken. So if for anyone Ricky if anyone calls in or emails Ricky and mentions that they heard us on the nitty gritty, we will give them a free T-shirt design, fully custom design. Oh, wow! Yeah, that um, can be used on That's hundreds of products awesome. um, exclusively through wow. Elevate. Yeah. So if you want to have a creative custom design done for you that can incorporate your logo or even for your um, celebration of Disneyland reopening when it'll eventually happen, oh. then call us and 
and mention that you heard us here on the Nitty Gritty. Very cool. Yeah. Thank you, guys, because I, I feel like a lot of our listeners are trying to... I'm going to call them so we can get some Nitty Gritty shirts made. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I feel like we have, a lot of our listeners are those people that are trying to talk themselves into making, like, the dive. You guys, you know, you just start my own thing, leave the company. Yeah. That might be a cool little thing to That'd push them over. It's a huge help it is. if you're getting started. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Cool, come, guys. come meet with us. I yeah. Mean, we have a big conference room so people can social distance in there. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you can do it remote, right? Yeah. We can do it yep. remote Other through places. Zoom. We we have clients um, all across America. We've got some in Australia now. Um, mm-hmm. So we we're global. Yeah. Our I mean we got started out with a with a worldwide company at Hewlett Packard as a client. So we we can handle huge projects. We can handle small projects, but. We just want to be a partner to those that we work with. That's the thing. The, the fact that it, you guys still seem accessible. Because I know you guys have worked with, I think I remember coming in there once there were just boxes. I'm like, who? who's it? I think it was Chipotle. No, it was Traeger. No, I know you did Traeger. Traeger I yeah. mean, big, big companies. But the yeah. fact that I can still call and get, it's awesome. Yeah. So it's, and I think that's really important. But, oh, and we focus on that. Right. It, it, as much as we talk about experience, we we mean it on our side and on your branding side. We really focus on the experience. It's really cool to hear the story and see how much it matches up with the company mm-hmm. as a whole. Right. Like yeah. it, it all. It's very consistent. It's and like you a guys circle. Do a great it goes job. around and it goes around. around. It never ends. And around. It's like a circle. The the funny part is I'm done giving him serious compliments. Yeah. I'm not doing Listen, more. He can't I, handle I, it. I appreciate you complimenting me, but nobody can compliment me as good as I can compliment me. <laughs> I, I told I've him noticed. a few years ago, was, you know I would give you more compliments if you would just stop complimenting yourself for a second. And then he came back with that. Like, who can do it better than me? No one. So I'm like, all right, you you got what you got. <laughs> Listen, oh we better wrap this up because I, I, I did take an Adderall this morning. I could go for five more hours. <laughs> yeah. You guys asked three questions yeah. and I it's would, been an hour and a half yeah, of was, him answering it. One time, one time I took one right before church and I had to sit on the stand and I leaned over next to the guy and I was like, hey, if someone, if you need someone to speak for a few minutes, I took my Adderall this morning. I'm feeling super chatty. <laughs> Call me in if you need me. Take one on testimony meeting. He was, he was very grateful for that. Oh, that's hilarious. Well, thanks guys for coming in. Absolutely. Thanks, thanks for having us. so much for being willing to give back a little bit too. That's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. So thanks, thanks guys. I can't wait to use my crossbow. Yeah.